Bible and Crossroads is your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, the nonprofit ninja, Natalie Jablonski is here. Woohoo! Specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Yay! Yay! Hey, Marjorie! <laughs> hey, Natalie, guess what? It is... Another wine, wine on, on one. one. Cheers! Yay, clink! We need to get a voiceover voice, uh, you know, one of those clinky... Because you have a beautiful ceramic cup, and mm-hmm. I have a, a plastic wine glass, because yeah. we, um, we don't do this for a living, therefore we don't have money to yeah. buy real glasses. Someday we'll buy real glasses. But- yeah. I mean, or alternately we could actually bring them in from home, but then who knows what happens. Oh, yeah. I actually, I actually had a nice plastic cup like yours, but I work in a nonprofit and somebody commandeered it. Commandeered it. I <laughs> don't know why. It was probably one they of my probably, board members. It was they probably were like, your, we need wine. Probably your development director drinking because you have a big event that probably. you're working on. Yeah. 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 That's coming up here. <laughs> well, what so. would you like to whine on one about today? I, I, I've been thinking, I've, I've done some hiring lately. And so I've been thinking a lot about tattoos and body piercings Ooh. and different hair colors that are not natural and all the different things. And this is all for you? You're new, getting a new wardrobe? Yeah, I'm not getting any of that. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sorry, listeners. I hate to tell you, I'm like the biggest wuss in all of the land. I can't, oh. I, I personally can't do any of that. But, you know, I think we'll find out what my feelings are about it in general. But <laughs> Well, that's interesting because, you know, when you are interviewing, we've had some conversations about like kind of what not to wear in interviews mm-hmm. and what to do, what not to do. And we haven't went down this road before, but it's not just interviews. It's you've got the job, you've been there a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then you come in and you've made a visible change. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of places to cover up things. Some places, not so much easier to cover. Yeah. So... What do you think? So, okay. So this is, this is for me. And I've been thinking a lot about it. I think when I started my career and started becoming an executive director and even five years ago, I probably felt a lot differently about this. However, I've, I've met some people down the road that are along my road that have kind of just made me change my mind because I've been like, Hey, you know, maybe not so bad. So did you have a perception before and they, that they've shattered that perception? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or they've so at least the cracked it? Yeah, at least cracked it a little bit. So, um, I've gotten to know some people with, you know, with tattoos on arms and even I even know somebody with a with a face tattoo. Still mm. not not sure the face tattoo is appropriate. Mike Tyson? No. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and that person doesn't work for me, but is a volunteer for our organization. Okay. And um, you know, I've gotten to know know people that have these kind of things and, you know, are perfectly great people. Um they've just decided that that's how they like to have their bodies. That's how they want to express themselves. Exactly. And I have to wonder, too, because there's so much conversation about generational gaps and stereotypes them and thrown labels on these different generational gaps that some of our younger professionals in the 20s and 30s have grown up in a time where it's the let's just do it. Yeah. You know, and let's uh, hey, this sounds fun. Let's just do it. And throw caution to the wind. Let's be spontaneous. Let's. Let's have some fun. I want to express myself. I want to, I want to show the world what I feel like on the inside or what I think like. And this is the expression avenue that they've selected. And mm-hmm. so what happens when that collides with the 86 year old donor who came from a very different era and is having mm-hmm. a difficult time relating? To those types of feelings. Exactly. And that, I think that's a real challenge when it comes to hiring or making up dress codes and things like that. It's, you know, what is the, 
um, what's the outside going to think? Yeah. And I often kind of, like sometimes I think about it as people who have, you know, people of another race or something like that. You know, we have, um, you know, we have old donors who maybe don't like black people. Like, should we not hire black people as development directors? Obviously, like tattoos are a choice. Right. But still, um, you know, if we've got people who don't like, you know, big tattoos, does it matter? <laughs> you know, it's a tough one because, you know, in hiring in general, you're hiring for a cultural fit. Mm-hmm. And so I have to challenge that even though on a personal note, sidebar, I am a big fan of art mm-hmm. and I'm a big fan of body art. Yeah. I uh, don't have a lot to display personally. Uh, but I like to ask the question behind it. I want to see why people did it. Uh, what's the meaning behind it? Uh, what's the story? There's usually some great story behind it, uh, mm-hmm. whether emotional or funny or uh, meaningful or whatever it might be, because it helps you to get to know the person. I have to hire for what fits within our culture. Yeah. And if that doesn't fit within our culture, whatever they're expressing uh, then that could be a problem to the future of my organization. Yeah. And I think that, you know, maybe the best thing in hiring is if you can cover as much as you can up so that it's not an issue in hiring. Right. And then it's an issue. Maybe the issue later is, can I wear short sleeve shirts to the office? Is that cool? Because I got all this business here on right. my arms. Right. Um, what do you think about piercings? Oh, I have a problem with piercings. Like yeah. I have my ears pierced uh, because as a teenage girl, Piercing your ears when I was a teenage girl was like a rebellious thing. So kind of <laughs> wanted to rebel a little bit. And and I do like them, but there will be, I, I admittedly, a couple days that I will go and I'll go, oh, yeah, I forgot to put earrings in. So it's just not something that's important to me. Yeah. However. And ear piercings are so the norm. Um, Especially the, yeah, the boring one, babies, normal like, one. <laughs> get them, right? Yeah. So, uh, I'm thinking you're thinking along the lines of more uh, thinking, unique piercings. Yeah, unique piercings in parts of your face that are not your ears. Yeah, so I have a hard time as an executive director with presenting that image to my donors, to my volunteers, uh, to my clients. And um, I think it's a matter of our culture in our organization. It's very wholesome. Mm. Uh, we are a kid-based organization. We work mm-hmm. with a lot of schools. So I always say we have to set the example. So if it would be permittable at the school where we would do a lot of interaction, Mm -hmm. then it's permittable here. But uh, I have a nice, easy benchmark because of that. So as a nonprofit, if you are uh, a shelter Mm -hmm. and you're working with dogs and cats, so uh, what do you compare yourself to? That not the zoo. I mean, that's a little different, right? Yeah. You can't set a comparison. So do you compare yourself to others? Do you look at who comes in? Does it really matter? Uh, and and it, I think it also matters on what the tattoo or artwork is or what the the nature. There's a difference between having your yeah. ear pierced and having a, a, what do they call those things? A spacer, a sizer? A, they, I, I don't know. They make your ear a little much bigger where you yeah. have a big old hole in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a different story. A different story, right? The, the barbell in the nose. Right. Different story. If you are working at um, a conservative nonprofit, you might mm-hmm. need to consider how that's going to impact your ability to be successful on the job. Uh, if you happen to own your own exotic animal pet store, that might be perfect mm-hmm. for you because let's just face it. It says the exotic in the name, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's a matter of not only knowing yourself, but also knowing how you want to be successful in your role. And as a individual, we own our success. Absolutely. So we should be putting ourselves in a situation to be successful, which means picking and choosing 
career paths and nonprofits that will allow us to be successful in a culture that that promotes our personal success. I think that makes a lot of good sense, too. You want to make sure that you match your organization's culture. Yeah. So, you know, if, if these are the sort of things that you like to do and that that's the way you express yourself, maybe don't go to the corporate nonprofit, mm-hmm. you know, that the, uh, you know, big nonprofits More are not, yeah. style, yeah. Yeah, grassroots organizing, things like that might be much better suited for you. I have a great friend of mine. It's a good example of, of how you can blend those two things together. So mm-hmm. great friend of mine. We've been friends for years. Uh, he's a wonderful person, extremely intelligent. Uh, he works in uh, the sector of uh, computer intelligence. Mm-hmm. So he's not only wicked smart, but he's also extremely funny. And he loves his art, right? Yeah. So, but when he goes, he wears a shirt and says, here's the deal. I want it. And I want it like this. So he has a chest plate. There's mm-hmm. a beautiful chest plate, but if he has a t-shirt on, you'd never be able to see it. It mm-hmm. perfectly covers. So he can wear a shirt to work and ah. have it covered. His sleeve is, uh, he, he takes his sleeve and says, here's where they hit on the arm. Mm-hmm. Nothing below that. So he yeah. has arm tattoos, but they stop at where mm-hmm. that sleeve is. So when he's at work, he looks like the most upstanding guy and almost a where's Waldo of a, of a form, right? Mm-hmm. But yet he's made the decision that he wants to be successful at work there, but he wants to express himself at home. And he's, he's made that compromise. So I think that's a good tone for our listeners to take that in mind. Absolutely. If you're planning on going down that road, making sure that you're ready for the challenges that you might be faced, whether it's fair or not. Exactly. And I think the other good thing to, to keep in mind is if, if in doubt, ask. Yeah, I've had candidates ask me before they applied, like, hey, these are the things that I have. Should I bother? And don't assume because you work there and you and your buddy, you and your boss are good buddies and friends Mm -hmm. uh, that you shouldn't ask. I had a a, a, I had an employee come in once with purple hair, Mm -hmm. not purple, I guess, magenta, like fiery Mm -hmm. hot magenta. Wouldn't bother me. Uh, Wouldn't bother you, except for it was really not appropriate for our culture. And actually, it was in the dress code that you had to have naturally hair color in that Uh, organization. Yeah. And she hadn't checked it because she'd worked there for six years. So we hadn't thought about it. And then one weekend, (laughs) they all went out and she's like, that sounds like a great idea. And it was permanent. And she had to go through a lot of work to get that Mm. back to code. So uh, know before you go, y'all. Check your your dress code. (laughs) Yeah, because you think of people coming into the organization. You don't think about people that are already there. That's right. And, you know, make sure just because you're comfortable with it, ask yourself, not only is my boss comfortable with it, but is the cultural fit? And Mm -hmm. check out that dress code if you haven't dusted it off for a while. Yes, because some places actually enforce that. That's right. (laughs) So thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Mind's Eye and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, your favorite app, and subscribe. Definitely subscribe. Yes. And then leave us some feedback, too. That's awesome. Um, you can find us on Facebook, where you can also leave us feedback. Um, thank you for listening. And remember, we're all looking, working towards the same outcomes.